Hi everyone, and welcome to season two, I, I guess, of Squares of the Circle. I'm Zach. Hi, I missed you all, and I know you missed me more. If you know who I am, probably not. <laughs> anyway, um, we got Starkey is back. If you're if you're a returning listener, so hi. Hello. And then hello we, everyone. So we have a Kevin on our show. But now we have another Kevin. So I don't know how that's going to work when both Kevins are on. That's going to be fun. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take Casey. Okay. I'll make Casey, it you, we're just going to call you Casey. That's that so much easier. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Casey is one of a couple people, I guess. We'll just be rotating in because people have lives. You'd never believe that. But <laughs> that's why we Not were gone people. for a while. Yeah. Um, so... Basically, I'll be on probably every episode. Who are we kidding? Starkey will probably be on most of them. Yep. KC might be on. I don't know. I don't know your life yet. I don't know. Um, but we got we got some people like Lex will be chiming in. I'm sure. I hope. Hi, Lex. Um, other Kevin will be in. I'm sure at some point. And then our friend Andy, who has shown up in like three episodes for a total of thirty seconds, I'm sure will pop in again too mm-hmm. for another. 30 seconds um so hi How, how's everyone doing that that wasn't to my host that was to the people listening um <laughs> i am not good at this anymore holy cow um just let it be an awkward like 10 seconds here everyone's uncomfortable no i'm just kidding so i figured the easiest way to kind of restart because we we said we'd be back around war games but then you know i forgot that there were holidays in between that I had to be busy for. So yep. starting with the new year here in 2023, I figured it'd be a fun first episode back to just kind of go over 2022. Not so much the news stories. Cause if you're listening to this, you probably know the news stories and we're recording this on January 5th, which is the day that Vince just announced that he's coming back to I guess sell the WWE. I don't want to talk about that. That makes me scared and sad, to be honest with you. So we're not going to talk about that. We're going to have fun instead. So yay! I figured what we do is not like a top, like what we think is the best of all of this stuff in 2022, because we're all probably going to be saying the same thing. Uh, but we're going to do our favorite things from 2022. So I'll just start with a a topic and. I have mine written down. I don't know about these two. So I'm going to go first and then we'll just kind of go over them and um, yeah, we'll, we'll have some fun. And then our next episode, I think we're going to do a, a draft for you guys. I think we did a couple last, last season. Um, yep. This will be a little bit of a different one, but we'll leave it very vague and mysterious in case we change our minds. <laughs> cool. Um. I don't know which one I want to do first, to be honest with you. You know what? Let's just dive right in. Kick um, us off, man. I don't want to do the be- or like our favorite wrestlers or match yet. I feel like those are going to be the, the last ones we got to do. Um, how about we start with our favorite debut or return of the year? I think it's easy as hell, to be honest with you. And mine is very obviously Bray Wyatt. I don't know about you guys, but that was... Okay. Easily my choice. That debut, I mean, everyone kind of knew it was coming, but like, Mm -hmm. 
that was the first time in so long that teasers got me excited for someone even though I knew who it was going to be like pretty much from the outset but like I was telling people the last time I got super hyped was Chris Jericho not even the the code ones but like the one in what like 2012 like the weird little videos with the kids like on the swing and stuff like I had no idea because everybody thought it was The Undertaker. Yeah, everyone yeah. thought it was The Undertaker. And then Chris Jericho comes out and doesn't say a word to the crowd and then leaves. And everyone yep. boos him by the end of it, and it's awesome. <laughs> um, I no. bet he had some bet with somebody. I could go out there and not say a word and get this crowd to boo me. It was perfect. I was almost pissed off at the end. Problem. But then I was just, like, laughing. Um, but, no, like, the vignettes and everything got me so hyped. And then just the way it happened, like, you were like, oh, my God, the show's about to end. Here's a little um, end signature thing, and then the lights go out. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't even the the new theme song, which is a banger. But, like, they start singing the he's got the whole world in his hands and all his old characters start popping up. And I'm like, oh, that, God, was, this is... that was perfect. Yeah, that, that was, was perfect. That was a great one. Um, do you guys have anyone different or? Go ahead, Kevin. I think I got it. it. Has to go back all the way to the beginning of last year. The Moxley return from uh, rehab. Oh yeah, that is a yeah. great one. Uh, That's a great. I one. honestly think that one was just cool to see because of like everything else that was going on, and like you, I just remember he's like uh, that promo back too, and there was that one fan that tried to be a dick to him. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. and it, he called him out. Everyone turned on him, and it was like that for me was just like cool, like to see him like come back, fight his demons, and then like you saw it like in his like actual like health and his body. Yeah, yeah that's what he I was. Wasn't back. Puffy. He wasn't puffy anymore. He was. Yeah, and then and then he goes on to have like that run, obviously because yep. of everything that happened. It was like it turned into like the summer of Moxley, and it was like that for me was like one of the coolest because like how it. And it ended up not really he wasn't supposed to be him. Like he wasn't supposed to be the mm-hmm. guy. And then he just kinda like <laughs> happened took a few it. times. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. and it yeah. reminded me of like that time when like the rumble season when it was him and H and the last two and like everyone was going ballistic for him. Mm-hmm. It just felt like he finally got the ball and I was like so I think that return for me just uh because yep. the whole year. I was at okay. that Royal Rumble, by the way. It's the only Royal oh, Rumble I've ever been to. Yeah, nice. I lived in Orlando at the time, and I didn't know anyone because I just moved there like two weeks before, and I got the cheapest ticket I could find, which was like 30 bucks. and I went by myself, and I couldn't even see the Titan Tron. It was like the last in the corner, but I got to see AJ Styles' debut, so I don't care. Oh, uh, that's right. He did oh, come out crazy. of that, that one. That Rumble was oh, good. Man. I would remember that. When Roman that Reigns nice. got thrown out before people mm-hmm. actually liked him, everyone cheered. It was the best. Um, was, you know, remember the Rumble he first got booed at in Philly? Oh, yeah. I was at that I, one. Oh, that's, oh. Way, that's way better than mine. I uh, <laughs> No, it's not. That was horrible. <laughs> that one's funny because we booed The Rock. Like, yeah. we never thought The Rock would ever get booed, but yeah, we. Uh, Philly's not good people. So, you no, know, God, no. Rock. They nope. throw batteries no. at people. Yeah, I mean, better than people like from Dallas Cowboy fans. But, you know, like... Kevin! God damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, when you other, do The Rock, you're scumbags. 
our other Kevin is a Philly fan, right? He's an Eagles fan. Yeah, he's huh? the Eagles. Yeah. He would have booed the Rock, too. And I'm a lowly <laughs> Bears fan, and it's sad. We're not going to talk about that on this no, podcast. No, no this football. is a happy podcast. Um, Anyways, I'm going to get to mine. Yeah. Um, Mine uh, right now is he's doing all right. It wasn't like it was it wasn't shocking when it happened, but I've been very excited and very happy ever since he has came. And I've had that song stuck in my head ever since the first time I've heard it. And that is Claudio debuting at Ring of Honor. He didn't. De- I just, thought he debuted at. Um, oh, Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Yeah. Yes, it was Forbidden Door. But yeah, I have loved that ever since he's stepped in there because I feel like he's finally. I mean, it hasn't happened right away, but it's gonna happen where he's. Isn't he Ring of Honor champion? Deal. Yeah, he's Ring of Honor champion I'd right now. I'd say that's pretty solid. <laughs> I, it is pretty solid, but he's going to be, I think, even in bigger pictures. Yeah, I mean, soon. you would hope that Ring of Honor's getting TV something this year, so he'll be, he'll be all over it, I'm sure. Yep. But yeah, I was really happy Claudio's there. I'm very happy for him, and I think, I think this is going to work with him. I, I do agree. Yeah. He is incredible. Um. Those were all very good choices, and I didn't expect either of those, to be honest with you. Um, I'll tell you no. what, this is really last second, so I didn't want to count it, and it still doesn't top Bray Wyatt at all for me. But Charlotte coming back last week was actually the first time I've been excited to see Charlotte in, like, four years. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially after that that Ric Flair documentary. I, I kind of forgot a lot of things about her. I still haven't watched that. You haven't watched it. No. It's the, the the her part is it it grabs you a little bit. You you remember why she's doing this, and Probably she doesn't have brother. to be doing this. Yeah, she's living out Reed's dream. Yep. She doesn't have to be doing this, but she's she's killing it, and like everything that she gets, they believe she can do it. So oh, I think she's the best women's wrestler of all time, and it's not even close already. Mm-hmm. Like. Not that I like. I'm not. She's not my favorite women's wrestler of all time, but like, she's the best one. <laughs> she coming up on ten years now. Really? Yeah. 10 years? I mean, she debuted in main roster first, probably like 2013, 14. That uh, 14. Um, the 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 WrestleMania in Dallas, the first one. That was WrestleMania 32. Yeah, that was 2016. Yeah, that's when they had that triple threat yep. where she changed the title oh, over. Oh, that was so awesome. That's coming up on 10 years now. I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> okay, this one I feel like is... Well, I, I feel like we could have a similar answer for this one um, for the next two, actually. Uh, let's do our favorite pay-per-view of the year. I had a few that I was discussing, and we can always do honorable mentions afterwards, of course. But, like, the one that my favorite was caught me off guard because the build for it was arguably one of the worst of the year. Because I wasn't really excited for Forbidden Door, but the show blew me away. Like, everything on the card, even with CM Punk getting injured, I was... Like I was blown away, and I had almost no hope for that show, even though 
AEW pretty much has delivered on most all of their pay-per-views. But that one specifically, I thought, was the best of the year. Um, but there were a couple other ones that I went back and forth on. I don't know about you guys. We start with Casey. I think, man, I got to go with the, the lame answer here. But WrestleMania this year. I that was one of them. I, that one, it, it was the first time I sat through a WrestleMania and, like, it didn't feel like an eternity watching. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Sami Zayn match was awesome. Uh, I'm a Pat McAfee fan, so, like, seeing him do his stuff was cool. And just, it felt like, it was the first time in a little bit, it felt like a big deal. Uh, Cody coming back. I think we all knew it. Yeah. I was one of the people. I was in denial. <laughs> I, I think Brad knows that. I, yep. I was in denial as well. I was in denial. I was like, there's no way. He's not actually going to go back. Like, this can't happen. And then, yeah, he puts on that match. And I was, the whole event was, it felt, it felt like WrestleMania again. So that I appreciated very much. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I wanted to say, like, I felt lame saying WrestleMania, but, like, that was the first WrestleMania I thought was great in a while. I mean, it's not fair because the 2020 WrestleMania was just terrible for reasons no one could control. Yeah. And kind of the same with the, the one before it. But, like, I got to go to the first night of that, the Sasha match. It just, it was good, but, like, it wasn't every match was a banger. It was just a couple of them. The rest just seemed like they were kind of put together or something. I don't know. I know it rained, so maybe that had something to do with it, but no. This last WrestleMania was the first one where I thought there were multiple candidates for, like, match of the year almost. So, no, I'm right there with you. That was... If it wasn't my second choice, it would have been my third, I think. Which is weird because ADW usually takes up the top four spaces. So. Right. <laughs> oh man, Starkey, do you have a different one or? Um, the 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 one that uh, stands out the most for me this year was All Out. This that's where <laughs> a lot um, of stuff went bad. Um, the show was great. Was, the show was great. I feel like every AEW show was great this year. Um, I agree. Uh, Revolution. Double or nothing. Double or nothing had a lot of controversy around it with the whole MJF situation. Yeah. Um, that affected out. the show itself, though, because yeah, I was ready to go nuts for Wardlow, and now I just couldn't even care less about him. And yeah. it's not even his fault. No, <laughs> it's not. Um, and then uh, uh, Full Gear was just awesome. Um, the return of the Elite. Like I feel like that. The space in between the shows didn't feel as bad, but that was the entire time they were gone. But yeah, but I feel like that was awesome. And then um, I actually um, my favorite one this year. I have no qualm in saying it was SummerSlam. SummerSlam was awesome. That was up there too. Oh, yeah, that was a good well, one. Uh, the main event was the best, my opinion, the best match of the year. I was the most entertained. Oh my god, the uh, freaking tractor. Yeah, that's when I was most entertained that night with uh, Becky did awesome that night. They started showing 
more people out of nowhere, like with Bailey and that Neo was, and that uh, was honestly my second. If I had to choose a different debut or return, that was going to be my other one. Was yeah. the the Becky and or not Becky the Bailey and um, Damage Control return? Yeah, Summer, SummerSlam was a uh, Trips' first show, right? No, I don't... yeah, it was, but it they was they still like... had the same plans. Yeah, it, he did some tweaking, but it was like two weeks after Vince left or something like that. So. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was a great show. Um, my uh, next one, though, it wouldn't have been either of those, to be honest with you. It was going to be Clash at the Castle. Oh. That crowd was hot. Hey, did you hear the news? Yeah. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is going back there. Oh, that. I'm just glad they're keeping Money in the Bank, to be honest with you. Uh, if you add that to Mania again, that's way too many things going on for WrestleMania, even with two nights. Yeah. So that's one of my, that's like a, honestly, it's not in the big four pay-per-views anymore. Cause I would have said it replaced SummerSlam, but now if they're doing war games every year, like I, I call it a big five now. Cause that is as much fun to me as not the rumble, but like all the other ones. Like I, right. I feel like I have to see it. Like, I even knew that this past year's one wasn't going to be good, but I still felt the need to watch it, even though it was not good. It was the idea it was bad that um, we might see a new star, Money in the Bank. Like just going into it, knowing that, like, yo, it could be anyone. Like mm-hmm. they could just randomly just say, "This is our guy now." Yep. Love yeah. that. Um. Oh man, but yeah, no, I, I barely talked about. Um, Forbidden Door, so I'll just real quick. Um, there were so many awesome matches. Like, they were all, it was kind of New Japan style. There were so many good, just multi man or women tag matches. And every single one I thought delivered with great spots. But I honestly, the match of that show was Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. Like, I thought that was a good one. I think, good. I think um, introducing or, the world to Will Ospreay was a fantastic. Yep, that was also there. up there. Like those two are matches of the year candidates, both of, and they were back to back. Like I'm looking at the card right now, and then right after that match, Claudio came out. Like mm-hmm. it's just after another, and then Jay White faces Hangman and Okada and Adam Cole. Which is that the last time Adam Cole's wrestled? It's got to yeah. be close. It feels yeah. like it, yeah. That is, is the match nuts. he got because he took the lariat. Yeah, and by the end of it, like, he got Mox against Tanahashi, and, like, I'm exhausted at this point. <laughs> like, that's usually a good thing. <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I saw a tweet yesterday. Uh, it's current events. But someone was like, damn, uh, Revolution's going to be on till 4 a.m. now because of that oh, Iron absolutely. Man match. <laughs> I'm going to need some coffee. Um <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay, so on the topic of pay-per-views, I guess. Um, best feud of the year. I had a couple, again, that I was thinking about. And I, f- I don't feel weird saying it. I just feel like people are going to roll their eyes. But it's CM Punk and MJF for me. Was, oh my gosh, that was like a dream come true almost. Once MJF debuted... On Dynamite, I was like, if I could have CM Punk come back and feud with anyone. And then they delivered it almost immediately. And then I think 
their first like promos against each other were technically 2021 or like yeah. super early 2022. It was around Thanksgiving last yeah. year. But that build up to Revolution and the promos that MJF cut talking about how CM Punk was his favorite wrestler and he waited to go meet him and then CM Punk comes out at, at the um, pay-per-view to the AFI theme that he had in Ring of mm-hmm. Honor just to just to screw with him like oh my god and then the dog collar match itself almost was my favorite match of the year it wasn't it was up there but just everything they did was just pure gold and it's just a real bummer that CM Punk is not there right now i, I honestly i think he might be coming back at some point but that's a that's uh, another topic for yeah he's, he's coming back yeah they keep talking about him um I really didn't want to do that one, but it, there wasn't a different feud that I thought even touched it really. But I don't know about you guys, Casey. Definitely the Rollins and Cody feud is the one that jumps out to me. I think it's just because of the way it left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's like two. Um, but Cody's comeback the position Rollins was in and then the matches like each one delivered like I thought they were all great and like the storytelling behind all of it just got better and better and then the fact that he just came out with the torn peck and they acted like it wasn't a torn peck like it was like the image of like Rollins like jabbing a kendo stick into it oh so good (laughs) and it's just like I don't know what it was, but it was like the first time in a while where I was like, wow, this feels like an actual, like they feel like they hate each other. Like this is, yep. but the other one I, I have a tie with was Becky and Bianca. I, I thought that was just a, I enjoyed how that story went like redemption to the mania. And then like at the end, how it ends at SummerSlam, I thought was, uh, it was just good. It was it. It was a woman's feud that hadn't been. It was like the first one in a while that I felt was like the storytelling was like they actually like really cared about everything that mattered, like every nuance of the story, like every win, every move. So, I think those two for me. I feel like the reason I said Punk and MJF over Cody and Seth is because Cody won all the matches. I wish Seth would have won the second one. But the like it makes sense because it's it's a good story for like when Cody comes back that Seth can't beat him. But I feel like that story isn't finished enough for me to put it over Punk and MJF. So like I could easily see it being my feud of the year this year if they keep it up and like keep the story going. But we'll we'll see on on who's in control at this point. See if, Ron- God, see if Rollins is healthy. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he got hurt. Um, I don't know what's going on there. I really hope that that's not a long-term thing. But, I just don't like his tweet. Yeah. That's the and worst thing. I feel like Becky was way too Lady Gaga-like by the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> was like, what's going on? And I know that that's just the character she's playing, you know. But I'm, I'm glad she's back to just regular Becky Lynch. But that match was arguably the best match of WrestleMania was their match. Yeah, that match was great. So, I mean, those are both solid choices. But I've got I've got a uh, 
my my feud I was most excited for didn't really have a story. They just kind of happened, but we all knew that they were going to be fucking phenomenal. And I have that, and I have an honorable mention, so I'll get to my main one first. Mm-hmm. FTR versus the Briscoes. We all knew it was going to happen. Yep. They kind of had this feud that was just building and building and building, and then it just happened out of nowhere. And it was a fucking banger. And then same thing with the second match that they just recently had. Kind of thought they weren't going to do it anymore. And then a dog collar tag team match. I don't know if you guys watched that or not, but that was amazing. And yeah, so now they got to have a third for the rubber. But as long as everyone's not in WWE, we'll see. Yeah, I can see that. My my honorable mention kind of just picked up this week um so it doesn't really count for why i would say 2022 but it was starting in 2022 and it's kenny omega and will osprey i feel like that's gonna be yep once kenny's kind of done with this trios thing i really feel like he's going to be him and osprey are gonna have something huge for a while i'll tell you what it, it would have changed my honorable mentions i should have said best storyline that's my bad. Because, like, honestly, I, there's nothing more must-see than anything the Bloodline is doing. And then, honestly, anything that Judgment Day has done since Triple H took over <laughs> has been freaking awesome. And when they first came out, I was excited. I was like, oh, my God, there's going to be a a fee- or like a faction with Edge and Finn Balor not Finn Balor yet is Edge and Priest and Rhea Ripley and I was like this is going to be awesome and then they kicked Edge out like two weeks later and I was like okay this is (laughs) and then there was the Finn Balor saying 6-1 mine about Rey Mysterio and I was like alright I'm out on these people (laughs) and then Triple H came and saved them Um, anyway I I think this is a good time to just it can be a little... It's funny, you know? I'm not, like, trying to get all angry about it. But I think it'd be funny to pick apart some of the worst things of the year. Um, my worst... My least favorite match and pay-per-view go hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, so I'm just going to come out with it. The Men's Royal Rumble was the worst Royal Rumble to ever exist. <laughs> it was terrible. There was not one part of the match that I was excited like there were no surprises everyone knew who was going to win the Royal Rumble and then he came out and Brock Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble and no one is happy and it was terrible and that's why I was so excited for this year's Royal Rumble and now I'm scared again (laughs) it'll be Goldberg you heard it here first please don't be Goldberg I hope I'm wrong Um, was there a match like that that stood out to you guys or is it are we all on the same page with that one? That one's definitely the worst match. I just, I think the worst thing, I, the thing I hated the most was Austin Theory winning Money in the Bank. That's a good I, one. Uh, I, I don't know That's why. I think it was because no, I, I, I never got over the egg. I just never got over the egg. If I'm going to be real with you, I'm, I would never got over the egg and the whole selfie thing. And then the whole, all that Vince stuff, 
and then he goes and wins it, and then it was just like, bro, why? Like, you knew he wasn't going to beat Roman. He lost cashing it in on the U.S. title. (laughs) Yeah, and it was just like, oh, man. But that was under Triple H. Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, because Triple H was like, I don't want this guy with the title. Yeah. I don't even want him trying to get it. <laughs> oh, man. I was hoping they, they teased him going to NXT and using yeah. it on NXT. I was like, oh, that would be kind of... That would have been like... better than what happened, but... Oh, my gosh. I mean, I mean it worked out for him. Yeah. He looked... Well, now he's the U.S. champ, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, once he lost that briefcase, I think he's been amazing, to be honest oh, with yeah. you. Like, I never thought he was bad. I just hated the fact that he wasn't announced in that match. <laughs> And then he just came out and walked up and won, basically. And I was like, this is stupid. Didn't he have a match on the show and lost? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Didn't the same thing happen, like, two or three years ago with Brock Lesnar, who just walked out and grabbed the briefcase in that, like, Oh, yeah. Mustafa Ali was, like, just stood there and stared at him holding the thing. And, like, everyone was like, this is stupid. Like, why is he just holding it? Like, But then he had the Brock party that lasted for a week and a half. That was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I guess that was that was really great, actually. Yeah. Um, was that with our truth? Is that when our truth went out and broke him? Yes. Ooh, yes. That yeah. Was so funny. Mm, yes. He just came out like he, Brock had no idea that our truth was coming. I don't out. remember what he said, but he's he said something stupid. Like he couldn't maybe stop cash laughing. it in on it. Yeah. I'm gonna cash in on you. Our truth. That's not how that works. Oh, our my bad. <laughs> is the best comedy wrestler of all time, and there's not even a close number two. Sorry, Santino. Um, <laughs> but like, was it the Rumble? I can't remember what year Rumble it was. He came out with a ladder, and thought it was a ladder. Oh, or money yeah. And he like starts climbing. And he reaches up, and he's like, Where, "Where's the briefcase?" <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I still um, can't believe he's like fifty. Yeah, he looks like he's younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, good on our truth, man. Uh, what was your what was your least favorite match, Starkey? Did you have a different one, or is it match or like just in general? Well, I had a worse match show and pay per view, um, but I kind of bunched up match at pay-per-view because I thought the Royal Rumble as a whole was like it had a great first match the women's Rumble was fine I was actually yeah. going to rewatch it because I don't remember it um, I was relieved that Ronda won which my bad my bad on that <laughs> um, I don't I don't know what to say about that um, and then the rest of it I don't remember because it was so bad yeah but that match was so horrible that I instantly just say that was the worst pay-per-view of the year. <laughs> like, I, I can't put another one there. Money in the Bank is close, though. Like, that's number two, in my opinion. Yeah, Money in the Bank was... You can't... Kind of... If you have a stipulation pay-per-view, you can't mess up the stipulation match. Like... And they did every single time except Hell in a Cell this year. Just bad. Yeah. Just the worst. So, I mean, you could talk about any of it like uh, just whatever you were air your grievances even though it's not festivus <laughs> um i mean forbidden door was okay in my opinion oh, it wasn't terrible get out of here but i don't know i it's not the worst 
the rumble was probably the worst. I just wanted to say something different. Um, well, your first thing was wrong, so we're gonna just move on from it then. Yeah, it was wrong. <laughs> I, don't really have, I don't have a worst one though. I, oh, I, 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 a, I mean, the rumble was so bad that I can't believe any like Money in the Bank was also terrible. But like, I don't know how anyone says anything else. <laughs> yeah. Royal Rumble was that uh, Miz and his wife versus Edge and Beth? It was like Miz and Maurice oh, versus Edge and Beth, right? It? I know that was on uh, one of the earlier pay per views. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember that card. I I'm looking I, at. I, Let's look it I'm up in real sure time I, here. I I hate. You hate what? I'm sorry. I out. just I just hate watch that. I oh. remember that one. I'm just like it's coming back in my head that match. I think I did like block it out. Oh, you're right. It was that match. It was Yeah. Um Yep. Seth Rollins got DQ cuz of Oh the... yeah. They didn't do that one clean cuz he came out in the He came out with the, the shield, shield stuff. Oh, that yes. Cool. Yes. Um, that was awesome. Then it was the women's rumble, which I thought was good. From what I remember, but I gotta rewatch it. Um, then it was Becky defeated Dewdrop, which poor, poor Piper Niven. That's a rough she, name. Cause she, she even there anymore? Yeah, she's. Yeah. Um, I think she's got visa stuff. I read because I was like, where did she go? Um, so I think she's got to work on that. She is great. Like she is a phenomenal wrestler. She just had a garbage name and a horrible gimmick, and she's actually like a badass. So I hope she comes back as Piper Niven. I I have a worst. I just remembered. Ooh. Um, anything that has Dominic Mysterio in it. Ouch. I'm gonna be honest with you. I now really like him. Okay. I think he's fantastic now. If you would have asked me in August, I would have said he is the worst thing to ever happen to wrestling. <laughs> I think he is great now. Now I don't know about in the ring. But, like, everything he has done in the last few months has been so good. Like, he's going to his dad's house on Thanksgiving and Christmas and getting arrested. And he's talking about how horrible prison is. Like, he's Michael Scott. And it works. Like, him and Rhea work very well. Now, I did say match. Any match with Dominic Mysterio. Fair enough. Yes. (laughs) There were some bad ones. Um Let's see. What else was there? Uh, so, yeah, that Becky match. Bobby Lashley defeated Brock Lesnar. Um, Bobby Lashley beat Brock. I don't remember mm-hmm. that, to be honest. I don't remember it, that at It all. was at the Royal Rumble because yeah. he, uh, Heyman had something to do with it. MVP, or MVP hit him with the cane? Yeah, or Roman, oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, Roman, yes. Um, that's, that's where Heyman turned on. Uh, yes. Yes, oh, he yeah. turned on him for Roman, and then yes. Edge and Beth Phoenix defeated the Miz and Maurice, and then it was the worst Rumble of all time. Yep, sounds about like a pretty terrible pay per view. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, okay, back to the good stuff. Back to the best. Uh, let's just do like all the team stuff first. So, um, I guess we can start with tag team, and then we'll go into faction because I do think those are two different things. Um. Tag team, I know that you guys are probably going to have a different answer than mine, but I truly do think the Usos had the best, the best year. Like, I know there's a couple other teams that I fully understand and think were just right there, 
and I'm an idiot because I forgot about the acclaimed. Ah. <laughs> Me and Brad are absolute marks, and there is one thing we do every morning, and that's scissor me daddy ass. Um, I'd like to retract my statement because <laughs> <laughs> I answered, I typed out my faction one, and then I was like, oh, well, obviously the best tag team, you know, um, completely forgetting the acclaimed, which is ridiculous. Yeah, so we're all the acclaimed, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I can't believe I wrote them. The Usos were the second. They were the best WWE tag team. How about that? That's fair. Not that there's any of those. If, if we have to... I think if we have to... Um, pick a second for me, I gotta give FTR their flowers, though. That's... Like, overall, yeah. gotta give FTR their flowers. That's who I, I was Brad. thinking of when I said that, because I was just watching Wrestle Kingdom. So I'm like, I don't know how I had that kind of a blank where I'm like, oh my god, the acclaim. That entrance, I mean, I've always liked them, to be honest with you. Like, when they first debuted, um, and every time Max Caster had a rap, I would, like, go rewatch it and stuff. And then... Um, I was blown away because I was listening to who was it? it was Jericho's podcast that they were on, and they said that before they were a team, they like didn't know each other. Really? Yeah. Oh, so this AEW like when they came in, it's like the first Tony time Khan they... put them together. Yeah, that's that's insane. That is nuts to me. Um, same with um, who was it? There's another team like that. Where Tony Khan did it. I think it was the Jurassic Express. Really? He was like, like, you guys are a team now. (laughs) It was a great decision. I mean, the fact is, like, I wasn't cast. Didn't Caster have the one rap that went viral this year? It was on, like, Joe or someone. That was, like, this year. Like, he had that. Oh, yeah. He had a a rap that went viral because he mentioned things that I'm not going to talk about on this podcast that you shouldn't be talking about. About. There were a couple because he talked about yeah. Julia Hart in a way. Oh, that... not not. I was thinking one. He had one more. Fire. Oh, I, I know. There's so, another one. Yeah. Um, yeah there was. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about. You can't those. be talking to a 20 year old <laughs> woman like that. Um, no. <laughs> especially when but... you're like 30. <laughs> it was yeah. Um, no, they're still the best. They had so many good matches. And I mean, have you ever seen a crowd that behind a tag team since like? I mean, I'm thinking. 3D Legion of Doom. Legion, it's like Legion of Doom, Team 3D, and Hardies. the New Age Outlaws and the Hardies. Like they remind me of the New Age Outlaws, and I know that Billy Gunn is literally in it, but like mm-hmm. everything they do, I don't know. It's great. Anthony Bowens is so good. Yes, he I enjoy their uh, their like skits, like the the presidential thing they yeah. did too. Like yeah. they found a good mix of like how to get like the over-the-top corniness to actually not seem like goofy. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be Usos kicking not myself a for like a year. The Usos were not a I know, but like, the fact that I just like, I didn't even look up like, best tag teams because I was like typing out my list and I'm just like well, I mean, we'll, we're going to talk about factions here in a second, so like obviously the bloodline is my choice. But, like, I wrote Bloodline, and I was like, you know what? Obviously, the Usos are like the, the, you know, they had the titles the whole year. They're 
they won they beat the record and I still was like oh my god I forgot the acclaim it's the acclaim <laughs> Usos are 1A okay yeah um do you guys have a different faction than the bloodline hmm you can say no. You can just say the bloodline is was your I, favorite fact. I do. I'm just biased, though. Yeah, you are. I know what you're going to yeah. say, and do I'm going to disagree. What am I going to say? Say it. You're going to say the Blackpool Combat Club. No, I'm not. Oh. I feel like that was um, not. It's not working. It's not. <laughs> it's And it I is killing me that it's not working. Yeah. Because I wanted that to work more than, like, anything in wrestling. <laughs> I yeah. bought their first shirt like the day it came out. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger than what it was is. Um I, I'm just I'm going to go with the elite. It's just changed a lot this year. Like you had the super elite mm. with Adam Cole, all that stuff happened. The whole brawl out happened and then they had the huge return to Wayward Son. I think that That was freaking is, awesome. Yes. And it just shows that, yeah, the company can work without them, but it's better with them. I'm going to have to hard disagree with you. That's fine. <laughs> like, and it, honestly, it's no fault of their own. It's just too much stuff happened against them. And I'm not even talking about the CM Punk thing, because I thought that, if anything, that made them better when they came back and had carry on Wayward Son. Mm-hmm. But, like, the whole f- middle of the year where you don't really know who's in it, like is the Undisputed Era part of it, the Undisputed Elite, but like they were all very obviously not getting along the whole time, but it was way too transparent, and then right. they all turn on them, like Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era turns on them, and that was like the last you've ever seen of any of those three people. But I feel like if Adam Cole comes back, he's just going to join them again because Bobby Fish is a psycho and left to go to Impact. True. But you still got Kyle O'Reilly coming back, too. You do. But then you also have the Jericho Appreciation Society. That's be- that's a better choice than the Elite, if you ask me. I've, that faction has been extremely entertaining, and I like that hat. <laughs> I love that hat. <laughs> I do like that hat. Uh, that's that's just that's one that's it's up there it's not up there with the bloodline though the bloodline stuff has been very amazing i was just trying to throw some extra stuff out there i would go as far to say i haven't like as much as i love the acclaim as much as i love a lot of these people we're going to talk about or we already have talked about i need to be in front of the tv when they're on tv and I don't know the last time I've felt that way about anything in wrestling where every week is like must see. You got to see the bloodline segment. Otherwise you missed out on the main thing happening. Like it's the biggest you. thing the WWE has done since the rock and Austin. I would argue. The I didn't fact- like John Cena though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I have to agree with you. Everything, they're not missing. Like, there is not. They haven't a, missed in. They, it's forever. incredible. And I think the thing was, you know, like, 
it's through two different like regimes too. Like nope. it's it it was good through Vince. I think it's gotten better through Triple H because oh, I yeah. think there's a little more creative. Like they're really they're I, leaning in hard on it. I mean, I think it's uh, Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Oh, it has a lot yeah. to do with Paul Heyman. Yeah, but like Solo. it is so fail proof that Vince made it still look great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nuts. Also, I, I, th- I would argue Roman Reigns slash the Bloodline has had the best theme song change in wrestling history because I freaking hated that his was just an offshoot of the Shield theme song. It, it was the Shield boo. It yeah. made me want to yeah. boo. But the new one <laughs> is... I put that on when I'm walking into work. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't care how long the entrance is. It could be 20 minutes for all I care. Just walk slowly down a two-mile ramp. I do not care. Every morning I walk in the building and just mm, point the finger up. Yep. <laughs> and the, we haven't even talked about Sami Zayn with them. Like, no, that no. made it almost like my favorite faction ever, almost. Because, you know, like, it's... We're all watching for the same thing. Because we know it's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to get kicked out, or he's going to eventually help Kevin Owens. or some. It's going to happen at WrestleMania, probably. But See, I don't know. And that's something I... We need to save topics for other shows. And that's... I think that's going to be... You know, we'll do this one. We'll do the the draft one. And then the next one, I think we could do our predictions for the year. Because okay. nothing's really going to happen until the Rumble. And I think that gives us enough time to yeah. do everything before the Rumble. Oh, we got plenty of time. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm still so excited for the Rumble. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's so great. Um, but, like, just every... Like, he just comes out and points his finger in the air. Like, he's just been a member of the family. And I just eat it up. Everything about it. Like, it's so funny, but it's just so good anyway. Like, the War Games match at the end where they just accept him. Finally accepted him. Is, that was great. I mean, I'm glad that I felt stupid because I thought that that was the match that they were going to turn on him. And they didn't. Yeah. And they embraced mm-hmm. him instead. So that was... Oh, that was so good. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, the Elite were fine. And we'll leave it at that. Okay. Mr. AEW. <laughs> um, so, okay. So what we have left? We have... Our favorite male wrestler, our favorite female wrestler, our favorite just weekly show, and our favorite match. I'd say let's do weekly show. Okay. Which, honestly, I think was the most difficult one for me. Because I think the three major... Obviously, it's not NXT. I'm not even going to talk about NXT. <laughs> and it's, That's why we record on Tuesdays. Yep. And I, I'm not even going to talk about Rampage because I don't really count Rampage impacts hard to watch on TV. So obviously it narrows it down to Raw, Dynamite, and SmackDown for me. And I think all three shows had really bad stretches. <laughs> so that's yeah. what made it so difficult. But in my opinion, the show that had the least amount of bad stretches was Dynamite. Yeah. But I was this close to saying SmackDown. I will say. And I didn't expect to do it, but because there's been a lot of good SmackDowns even under Vince. But yeah. Dynamite still was like, you know, I wake up on Wednesdays and I have 
for three years at this point, and I don't even care it's Wednesday because I go home from work and I get to sit down and watch Dynamite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's been some really bad Dynamites in the last year, especially yeah, with the lulls with the injuries. Yes. Um, I have wrestling shirt Wednesdays because of Dynamite. Yep. I try to wear something wrestling related every Wednesday. I don't know if anybody's noticed that or not. <laughs> um, I, I haven't. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, yeah, work, I I try don't work to, next to you. Uh, I try to at least every Wednesday. Um, I get really excited for Dynamite. I, I it's it's my it's my stories night. Yep, it's I don't same. really watch I don't really watch Raw. Uh, I think you're missing I, out now. Honestly, uh, it's gotten just, so I, good. It's still three hours though. Yeah, it's still three it's, hours. It's I'll have some things on in the background. I'll still go get up and do stuff like during a long match. But I wa- I used to watch Raw religiously every Monday. Mondays used to be the day, like mm-hmm. your wrestling shirt Wednesday, like in high yep. school early part of college for me like we're talking the cm punk money in the bank 2011 era that's kind of like my when i loved it the most like 11 to 13 i would say even though there were some bad stretches in there but <laughs> like i don't know i it is that long, was that was but, still the two hours yeah that helps too yeah yeah but even though it was three hours, man, I'm back. I'm almost back to where it was. And even like Friday nights, like, you know, I'm a quote unquote old married man. I, I'm 30. I don't know. But like, I don't really go out on Fridays and I get excited for SmackDown too. Like I have to watch SmackDown if I'm home. Have to. But still, coming Dynamite's the, the one I get most excited for. Coming from the old married man. <laughs> oh my gosh. With, with two little, two little ones running around. Um, Wednesdays are my only time. Like that's why I guess I I enjoy AEW the most because I don't have the time. I don't have the time to invest in WWE. Uh, I'm not saying it's yep. bad. No, I that's just fair. really don't have time. Um, now, if my kids when they get older and they want to watch it, fine, I'll sit there with them and watch it. But just now, I just like watching Dynamite. I watch uh, I watch Rampage every week. Most of the time, it's a DVR just because yeah. sometimes I might be watching something else. Um, yeah, I I just am invested in Monday Night Football every week. So, well, not anymore. You're not. Not anymore. Look at that. Mondays Welcome opened back. up. Yeah, your Mondays are free, my good man. <laughs> and those football games are longer than Raw. I'm just saying. They um, are. And yes. this season, they are not as good. <laughs> this, this has been the worst football season. Um, what? It's a Bears I'm a fan. Bears fan. Let him. Yeah. And my fantasy football teams died with Kyle Pitts. That was stupid. This is not a fantasy football show. That'd be way too depressing. Anyway. Um, not with this champ. Not with this champ. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, do you, is anyone else saying not dynamite at this point? Uh, the, I think the first half of the year, I think I was going to be a SmackDown guy, but dynamite kind of... After the Forbidden Door stretch, which I understood why yeah. Forbidden Door like wasn't a greatly built show like you have people coming from different countries restrictions. yeah yeah like travel you know you can only do so much but like there was a little um smackdown was just at that time very entertaining for me but yeah i think dynamite at the end of the day like it's the one show i think i can put on and it feels like yep boom like oh shit it's already 
10 o'clock like yep that was a great show mm-hmm. like oh that's the minute like this past week with darby it kind of like i wanted more i was like oh that's the main event yeah like it was a good show it wasn't great like like but it's still so good yeah like it's like a good disappointed you're like yeah. happy you're like oh i can't wait for like like okay, always... next week i mean next week's episode gonna be newsworthy if who i think is gonna come out comes out even though you know that women's tag match has two two full teams in it right now i don't know I don't know if something's going to happen where maybe an angry um, Hikaru Shida takes out Tony Storm and then there's another vacant spot. And Could I happen. I would be, I would be or somebody it. who just wrestled in Japan teams up with the Japanese women's champion. I'm <laughs> glad that that debut was in 2023 because if it was a week ago, or a week or two ago, I would have maybe put that in its own category as worst debut I've ever seen. But yeah, it was bad. It was so bad. It wasn't her fault, but it was bad. Like, I don't know if you heard Mercedes Monet's theme song. It was like arguably the worst wrestling theme song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I didn't hear it. I have not watched the New Japan stuff yet. Yeah. Um, arguably the worst theme song I've maybe ever heard. I really yeah. hope it's if she goes to AEW. I'm begging, please, Tony Khan. Any other song? Pick a Snoop Dogg song or something, please. <laughs> any Snoop Dogg song? Any Snoop Dogg, like literally any Snoop Dogg song. One I've never oh, heard yeah. of. I don't care. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's between Dynamite and SmackDown. Raw's been great, but it's only been great for like three months. Yeah. Like the first half of the year, Raw was unwatchable. I didn't watch like a full episode once except for the one I went to and it was bad. So um okay, so this is now we're at the now we're at the cream of the crop, I guess. I don't know. I'm running out of things to say. Um <laughs> so my favorite female wrestler I hope is yours too because there wasn't much competition and I don't think it's any of these poor women's fault. I think a lot of the top women this past year were not booked well. Like, I don't think Britt Baker was booked well. I don't think Bianca Belair was booked well. Ronda Rousey was not booked well whatsoever, and she didn't help herself. But you know who's been booked perfectly, at least for the last few months? And that is freaking Rhea Ripley. Easily, I think, the my favorite women's wrestler all year. Not even close for me. But, okay. I did not see that one coming. I'm not going to lie to you. Really? No, oh, I didn't. She's like she's done great. She's the leader I, of that faction. Like, I don't let anyone fool you. She is, she's the leader of that. She wrestled a dude and looked great. Mm-hmm. That oh yeah, I forgot he had the Tazawa match. Tazawa, yeah. Who I really like, by the way. He's also a great comedy wrestler. He's no Ryusuke Taguchi for all you New Japan lovers out there, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I really liked Sawa, but no, Rhea Ripley. She had a great match at WrestleMania. She always had a great entrance and a great look, like the jacket with the spikes. And yeah. I did think she had a stretch there with Judgment Day, where she was not booked too well, but neither were any of them. But really, once Triple H came in, she's been, I think, the best women's wrestler of the year, and I think. This year, I think she's going to repeat because I think she's going to be in a feud for WrestleMania again. 
Okay. And it's going to be great. She doesn't need a title. That's how good she is. True. All right. Hmm. So, you know, you didn't see that coming. So now I want to hear who you had there. Yeah. I, uh, so I have, unfortunately, people, two people tied. One, I had to give the flowers to Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction. Yeah. She, she, they put the brand on her. I mean, we know, we know what NXT kind of became. I think there's a couple people there that like, but I think if you just have to look at it and the person that carried it and kept it alive and was the heartbeat and it was Mandy Rose. So like, you know, I think shout out her and shout out what she's doing now. She's making bread. So good oh for my her. Oh God. Yeah. Bread. Good for her. Hey. Loaves. And she's coming back. I've, I've said this, like she's going to be back. Like, I don't care what people say. Like, doesn't matter if it's with WWE or a company. She's great. Like you look at what she did this year in NXT. I just think she can be a world champion face of the division anywhere. She's gotten tremendous in the ring. Um, but the other one, shout out Jamie Hader. <laughs> Absolute. I don't know. She did it. She got herself over organically. Mm-hmm. I thought she should have beat Rosa the first time. Mm-hmm. I was pulling for her. And then, I mean, when she won, it felt. There was a couple great title wins this year. And I, and it was, that was one of them where like mm-hmm. it felt really good to see her win. And then she had that absolute banger of a match with Sheeta. And yep. I that love is, Sheeta, man. She's so yeah, good. she's another one, just phenomenal. Yep. Didn't have a bad just match. Didn't get used just, that much. I'm sure that had visa issues too. Yeah. It, um, so, but those two, I gotta give it. It's Hater or Rose, either one. Yeah, both world champs. And there's a there's a reason I didn't say Jamie Hater was booked wrong because she was booked very well, especially at the end of the year. And I definitely thought of Jamie Hater. But just, I don't know, like, Rhea's on TV more. She's just, it, like, like, she gets a lot more airtime. Jamie Hayter doesn't get anywhere near enough screen time for being the champ, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Like, she comes I out see. and has a match. Sometimes. Or she's backstage with Britt Baker. I just, she kills it, though. Oh, like, she's out there. Every time. And it's almost like they're, like, doing that whole moniker, you know, spoiler alert. I don't know. Someone hasn't seen it yet, but the killer and the pillar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just something about that just fits Jamie Hader so well. I mean, she just she gives me like it's like good like man, like Diesel vibes almost like yeah, I can like see that. where I can it's see just that. like she doesn't just, need to talk much. She's just but a presence, she, and but she feels so important. Yeah. And like when mm-hmm. she does, you're like it matters. What she says matters, and like when she's in the ring, it's just she's just giving off like that aura of just badass awesome so shout out her um okay. so i'll let you go starkey and then i'll we can talk okay. about others uh mine was gonna be uh jamie hater as well um i won't spend too much time on it since we talked about that already i just just like what what you guys said it was just an emotional win she deserved it it was it was organic um jade is getting better and you can tell yep um, she was up there for me she is no matter what, she's a force. I mean, because she just she just uh, commands your attention. Even like when we saw her in person, she had that money outfit on. Like you can't stop staring. Like you can't. Um, she was a Thundercat. Yeah, 
that was awesome. That, that was the was best awesome. outfit of the year, I think. Wasn't that Forbidden um, Door? I think that was Forbidden Door. I think it was. Maybe no, it, was it was full the, gear. It was all out. Oh, it was well, yeah. Um, I had a one in five chance. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got it wrong. Um, <laughs> and then I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give a little bit of love to Soraya. Like that was a big deal. Ugh, I... I mean, she's only wrestled one time, but it's it's cool to have her back. I agree with that, and she had a good debut, and I love Soraya, but I, she hasn't cut amazing promos yet, and I, I think she will be a lot better this year. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's something about, I'm not one of those people who thinks Tony Khan hates women and doesn't put them on the show, because he clearly does, but the women's champion seems to almost never be on TV. Yeah, like Thunder Rosa, I think she's a phenomenal wrestler. She had like two minutes of screen time to build a feud, and they weren't even in the ring together. She was on the stage. Like yeah. that was weird. And then Jamie Hader, just I don't know. She just wasn't on TV enough when she had the when she's been champ. And that's like my tiebreaker between her and Rhea, where it's like Rhea's made what everyone thought was a horrible emo like sad boy faction into must watch TV on Monday and I know you aren't necessarily watching Raw every week but she has been killing it and you gotta go watch her match with Tazawa if you haven't seen it because okay. she hangs with him like it's nothing Yeah, it's fine. I know he's not like the world's largest person <laughs> that's Mark Henry um, I'm just kidding but that's the big show. He's the world's strongest man. I can't talk today. Um, anyway, we, we're starting to run long here. Let's go to let's go to male wrestler. Um, I think we're all probably going to have different people for this because there's a lot of people you could choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, again, what I'm stressing is this is favorite wrestler, not best wrestler, because I think we'd all say Roman Reigns because nobody's doing what he's doing. But my favorite wrestler of the year very easily is Sami Zayn. Everything he does is perfect. He knows what he's doing, and it's just always gold. Whether it's his conspiracy theory gimmick that he was forced into, he made it work with freaking Johnny Knoxville (laughs) and had one of my favorite matches at WrestleMania. Forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, KC was talking about it earlier, like just that match with the giant hand, I freaking lost my mind. Oh, man. Pee-wee? Yeah. Oh, and the mousetrap. Yeah. Even though the mousetrap didn't work, that made the match even better because Sami Zayn was involved. Like, all the phone calls that he was getting from everyone because his phone number was shared. <laughs> and, then, like, and then he joins the bloodline and instantly is getting cheered more than, like, anyone else in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And he makes it work. And he's like a face within a heel faction, but he's also a heel. Like how they keep interrupting Raw at the beginning of the show right now. Like, he hasn't done anything bad all year. He's had nothing but really good matches. And I cannot wait until it's him versus Roman in some sort of capacity. Just to see what happens. Someone wants to join this call. You want to know who it is? Yep. Here he is. 
Hey! <laughs> yeah. yeah, welcome back. I'm back. Who's baby. your favorite male wrestler of the year? My favorite man has got to be Big Show. Tall Paul. <laughs> Hell yeah, <baby>. Tall Paul. <laughs> wrestler of the year. Tall Paul. And there he goes. <laughs> uh, wouldn't be an episode without him. Who's yours, Tall Paul? He was my next choice. That's a good one. <laughs> my favorite, I got to give it to, uh, I just love Orange Cassidy. Okay. Um, I just, Forbidden Door put on an absolute banger. Uh, All-in championship. He actually made it seem like cool. Just which anytime yeah, every anytime he's on TV or I see he has a match, um, I'm going to watch. But now that I think about it, the number one has to be Hook. I think <laughs> give I me Hook. Love Hook. Give me Hook all day. He won the title. He won the <laughs> FPW title this year. Another man. I wish they advertised him more, so I know when. Well, he's I think be that's talking. why it's working because he just yeah. shows up and doesn't talk. Yep. Oh, man. He's just great. Those two guys, I feel like an AEW mark saying it, not saying anyone. Yeah, you kind of sound like one, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you already said Sammy, and we know Roman. You could save Roman, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, it's we. It's weird we because I've spent so many years saying how much it doesn't work, even though it's not really <laughs> his fault. It's just Vince's fault. But, like. It works now, and it's so yeah. good. It's worked yep. for like three years now. They got us into submission, and we just gave up and started saying it worked. <laughs> but it, <laughs> but did, it does. It does work now. Oh yeah, it does. Got rid of the shield gimmick, and now it works. <clears throat> yep. Um, I really only got one answer, and I'm gonna go with MJF because. Yep. Everything he touched was gold. It sucked that he wasn't there for a while, but Which is uh, why I didn't say him. Yep. It's, it's it's he's one of those people where you gotta you, you gotta miss him for a while. I feel like him being gone. I feel like they did that a lot this year, where people have taken big hiatuses and you miss them, and then when they get back, you're you're more appreciative of them. Um, even though the shortest one was Malachi Black, but it's still everybody was really happy to see him. I um, thought his. I thought their return would be better. They oh, aren't yeah. really doing much. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. I think they're they're waiting on the end of the best of seven, probably. I hope so. Um, Which is yeah, great, MJ, by the way. Yes, um, MJF, um, hands down, had rest of the year. Every time you hear that music, you just you be quiet and you, you tell everybody to shut up in the room because shit's about to go down. Which is the same way when you hear the first few beats of the acclaim music. Hey, <laughs> it's true. TV like, goes up. Whoop! Something interesting is about to happen. Yep. There's a few people who grab a microphone, and I have to hear every word they say. Sami Zayn is one of them. MJF is number one right now. Mm-hmm. Those MJF is getting more mainstream as well. He's starting to do more. He's doing the movie. Yep. Um, he's going. He's on multiple radio shows. Yeah, he's and... on like KFC radio. Yeah, all those radio shows are must hear whenever he's on. They're like the highest rated shows that they do. Yep. So he's great. Like everything mm-hmm. about him. 
just so entertaining. The only only knock I have is he kind of ruined Wardlow's career <laughs> inadvertently. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was, was all an accident. But I feel like he's and I noticed it more after I watched the documentary. Everybody's always compared to the Miz. He he's not the Miz. He's the modern day Ric Flair. He's a less famous Miz. I'm just kidding. Um, he, I really think he's the modern day Ric Flair, and he's going to get there. Yeah. He, this is only the beginning. Oh yeah, he's only 26. That's nuts. All right, last thing, and then we'll get out of here. Favorite match. Mine. I knew the exact second that the bell rang that it was going to be my favorite match of the year. Anarchy in the arena. <laughs> I freaking love that match. I don't care if it's not the best technical wrestling match of the year. The fact that they had the new Jack style, like wild thing played like four times. And then the fact that they used turning off the music as just like a heel move for the JAS is so great. Everyone was just bloodied up. Like daddy magic was just red. Like he's just a red person. Mm-hmm. Like, it was nuts and then the fact that they only won because they used like a ring rope to, to make Danielson tap out they didn't tap out they or just, not tap out they like collapse choked him out yeah. yeah like that was the first time I thought Jake Hager had a good match you know mm-hmm. maybe ever honestly <laughs> and that's before <laughs> he had his hat but, like, it really is the, the music playing during it made it for me. But just everything about it, it was just straight. You knew what was going to happen the whole time. Eddie mm-hmm. Kingston tried to kill someone yep. with fire, real fire, yep. gas can. Yeah. It was awesome. Yes. But the music put it over the top for me. That was I wish they did man. that again. <laughs> oh, they will. I think they will. Yeah. They've done sta- Stadium Stampede twice. They'll do that one again. Stadium Stampede one, where the where Matt Hardy keeps going in the pool and being the different versions of Matt Hardy is like my favorite thing. But no, those matches are always my favorite. Like the ridiculous yeah. named matches, usually featuring Chris Jericho. Yep, because you know they're going to be entertaining as yep. well. That is not only my favorite match of the year, but it's like a top ten favorite match I've ever seen in my life. Like if I had to okay. show someone a wrestling match, that is on the list of ones that I think people need to see. Okay. Just to show how absurd wrestling is and just like, hey, we know it's not real, but watch this. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Like, uh, no notes. Oh, man. What but, you got, Casey? I'm going to go off of purely because of what this match actually meant and then what followed. Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara ladder match. That's Cody's last great freaking match. Last match in AEW. Didn't really know. I don't think anyone truly knew. Like it was the speculation and then happened and then like after that, like it started set in, like, holy, this is that was it. And he went out on and props to both those guys. Just absolutely tore the house down. Yep. Uh and it was a, it was a great job by Cody, like the send off, like everything, like if it felt right in yeah. a way. It just felt very much right. Like I, there's not a bad taste in my mouth, him leaving AEW. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's really that much in any like everyone was just kinda at peace with it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, think... 
I oh. thought a lot of the worst parts of AEW were things that he was he was coming up with. True. Um, at least like the you know Anthony Agogo match and stuff, and the way yeah. in like that was Ooh. just a disaster. That was dumb. Um, hey, you miss sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, like his weird like leaving the boots in the ring kind of, but then you know Malachi Black coming, you don't know what's going. He took himself out of the title picture. I was ready for him to move on anyway. That was the dumbest thing. He's way better off in WWE. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm going to go two and two. I got two from each company. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, Can you at least pick one to be like, this is probably my favorite? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to end it. <laughs> that would be my last one. End it with your favorite. Okay. <laughs> um. So WWE, I am going to go. Um, Men's Royal Rumble. No. That's understandable. Uh, Brock and Roman from SummerSlam. That was, a, that's up there, top five. The is, mic, without the mic catch, is it still your favorite? Because that's my favorite part. That of that was yeah. unbelievable. That I forgot was, all about that. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, with the mic catch, um, so I kind of lied. It wasn't two and two. It's one one and two. Um, so we got that one. Uh, I got the dog collar match between FTR and the Briscoes. That match was a bloodbath. It was insanity the entire time. Um, I have to borrow one from Kevin because that Sammy Guevara uh, Cody Rhodes match was awesome. And then I'm going to say my absolute favorite match because I've watched it four times since it happened a week ago um, was the uh, match six in the uh, trios because that Falls Count Anywhere match was nuts. It It was was a pay-per-view. What would you say? I said it was not. <laughs> yeah, it was a pay-per-view match on a Wednesday, and I was, I just, I watched it four times because I thought it was that super, and I wouldn't, because I think Kenny broke his ass bone, but I'm not sure it looked like it. Maybe. But just the crazy spots, the Northern Lights going down the ramp, they hadn't done that in forever. Uh, I just, I thought that match was awesome. I if I had to pick a second favorite match, it'd be the dog collar MJF CM Punk match. I love that yeah. match so much. It was very personal. Was that twenty twenty two though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, was Revolution. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's they, why uh, I picked it. it. Was my favorite feud. I don't know. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. I mean Becky Bianca at WrestleMania. Great. Was outstanding. Um, Hell in a Cell. Cody. Seth and Cody was great. Um, I don't know. It wasn't the best year of like slam dunk matches of the year type stuff. Oh, Sheamus, Sheamus, oh, and, Sheamus uh, and Gunther. Gunther. That one. I'll you tell you what, Gunther, top five favorite wrestler of the year. That dude oh, he, just freaking slaps. He just kills he's everyone. A, I am hoping 2023 is very, mm-hmm. very good to all of Imperium. They are... Thank God they brought whatever his new name is. I just think of him as Fabian Eichner. Oh, Vinci? Yeah. Like, yeah. thank God that they have Imperium back. Like, I don't understand that whole thing. Also, this... why did they give him, a, like, a Nazi name to start? <laughs> like, what <laughs> were they doing? <laughs> it didn't work out. The start... It's it was Vince a rocket start. It, it was Vince. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the dude that changed War Machine to the Viking Raiders, or, or the War Raiders Viking to experience. the Viking Experience. 
That is the absolute funniest and worst name change of all time. Wasn't that the name of their move? No, or they something? changed it, it to the name of their move because they the, wouldn't let it die. The name the Viking experience lasted, I think, like three weeks, and then they changed it to the Viking Raiders because they didn't want the word war in their name. Dumb. And they, <laughs> I promise you, it was Vince's in a room like ah. You're the now, and you're not the War Raiders anymore. You're Vikings, so you're the Viking Experience. Yeah, that's the Viking Experience. There it is. Great name. Damn it! Give me a raw steak. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. I love that name. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're forgetting matches. Blood and guts. Blood and guts is good. God and. I love the men's war game match. The women's one was good. It wasn't as good, but they had the much better rumble. Um, you know, some good TV episode matches here and there, but oh, freaking mm-hmm. anarchy in the arena. Um, that was good. I mean, we didn't touch on the news stories because we're already at an hour and 15 minutes and that would have made it a four hour show. And this is not an AEW pay-per-view. So, um, <laughs> No, it was a good year. There were some really awesome things, but I honestly think most of what we've talked about, other than CM Punk stuff, um, everything is going to improve this year, which is crazy to think about because Mm -hmm. you would assume every TV show is going to get better with a full year of Triple H control. Hopefully AEW doesn't have as many injuries as they do. Like, backstage drama the bloodline stuff is only going to get better for whenever it inevitably blows up which I think will be sooner than later mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley is going to get bigger the judgment day is going to get bigger Bray Wyatt's going to have his faction which I don't know what's going I'm I'm back and forth on that stuff right now like I want long term storytelling it's a, a little too long <laughs> a little long for my taste um I don't know. I think this is, as long as Vince doesn't do creative, this could be the best year in a very, very, very long time for wrestling. I agree. We shall see. We shall. Because, you know, I said that probably last year, because All Out last year was, like, the best show in years. And then... CM Punk went insane and got injured anyway and then Vince almost ruined WWE and left and then WWE became amazing and who knows anymore but we're going to wrap it up thanks for listening Um, we'll get everything going like social media and stuff again and we'll talk to you next week